when his mic was live, just go with it. Hello everyone out there in video game land. How are you all after the pixelation process? Good, I hope. Uh, I am 99% comprised of just six elements, oxygen, hydrogen, nitrogen, carbon, calcium, and phosphorus, Ben Rosenthal. And I am joined here tonight <laughs> by, uh, what, what are you, the, the cheese behind the keys? The cheese keys? behind the keys, No except... keys, all cheese. Tonight on the desk is our resident social media guru, Anto. I was going to say stable at the table, but sure, okay. I, I'm, I know, there's only a literal, <laughs> there's not alliteration, what is it? It's rhymes, anyway. Uh, and Ma uh, Manny, no, that's a bit, bit wrong. Uh, personing the, the desk tonight, the, the controls, is the fabled Jazz sitting in again because uh, we're, we're a person down. Hey Jazz, how are you going? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. Is your mic on? I have no idea. Good. good. Let's just hope Jazz's mic is on because if not, we're going to be talking to ourselves. Is it, I don't know if they can hear me. Oh, well. Anyway, we have got a show with uh, a fair bit of news. A little bit of news happened in the past two weeks, Anto. Um, but before we get into that, uh, I just want to address why you're here tonight and Floppy isn't. Um, now, you know, I, I always make a light situation of whenever Floppy's not here, he's, you know, got you know, diarrhea of the butthole. Um, we all know I'm joking. The, the true reason that Floppy isn't here tonight, it's quite an amazing story. We were playing Fortnite the other night, he and I together, just streaming, playing, you know, winning all, all the victory royals. We we're just killing it. Uh, and halfway through, like, there was this crash on Floppy's end and he went, oh, oh no, oh no. And um, like, <laughs> it, it sounded, I thought he was getting swatted. And I went, what's going on, Floppy? And he said, shh, just quiet. Guy in a black suit just walked in. And I heard on my end, like they didn't realize that he was still streaming, that Floppy is so good at video games that they've actually ushered him away this week to teach starfighters how to fight in space. That's pretty impressive. I know. I was really, really impressed. Especially if they picked him for his Fortnite gameplay. I, yeah, there's <laughs> not even spaceships in there. <laughs> that, that's the how good he is. Most recent update was Giant Lizards. Yep, yep. So uh, he's all around that. So uh, Floppy is not here tonight, but uh, he will be back after he has done his uh, training with the uh, illegal people. The uh, illegal people. Love it. Yes. Anyway, uh, before we get into the massive uh, events of the previous week, uh, Anto, what have you been playing and doing lately? Um, basically the same thing every time I get some free time, which is playing Final Fantasy XIV. Um, if you haven't heard, it's got a free trial where you can play up to level 60 and includes the first award-winning expansion, Heavensward, for free. Um, yeah, I've just been doing that because it's great and a good time. But also trying to reset my sleep schedule because I'm moving on to overnights and working from 11.30 till 8 o'clock in the morning. That's disgusting. And sucks. Yes, that, that is awful. How, do you, how, are you, how are you rebooting your sleep patterns? Uh, forcing myself to stay awake until roughly 8 o'clock in the morning. Uh, and then going to bed and waking up any time between 1 and 4 p.m. Yuck. That's gross. Yeah. That is gross. Um, so tell us Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm -hmm. Why? Well, I know why, but what, what <laughs> makes you keep going back to it? Um, well, I keep going back to it personally because it's a Final Fantasy game. Mm. Um, but it's an MMO, so massively multiplayer online. Um, I have a group of very good close friends who play it with me. Um, it's just it's just fun. It's got a really solid single player aspect uh, because the story is very focused on your character being super important. Um, it just hits all of the beats that you want from a good fantasy story. Um, dragons, there's dragons abound wizards? in the current expansion we're playing. One of my do the wizards guildmates is a summoner. No, so I didn't ask a summoner. Wizard. No wizard with pointy hat and beard. Uh, I mean, you could have a pointy hat and beard if you wanted to. Is it a hot wizard? Like, wizard that either works out a lot or puts a buff spell on. Can you put buff spells on? Is yes. Yeah, I want some pecs. You can also play as a naked pant-wearing man who is very buff if you wish to. Well, he's he's not naked if he's wearing pants, is he? As naked as you can be without it being an M-rated game, yes. Well, that's boring. <laughs> get, your, get your act together, Final Fantasy fourteen. What do you think this is? Uh, cool. So, like, it's just a, a comfort game for you? Pretty much. Um, it's not super duper challenging. Um, they just released Australian servers, so lag is no longer an issue, which is nice. Um, 
yeah, it's just it's fun to play, comfortable, full of references to the series. It's just a good time. And if you've got, you know, $16 a month free that you want to spend on a game that is free for the first two expansions, which you don't need to pay for, then do it. Cool. What if you don't like Final Fantasy? Um, I would say if you like fantasy in any sort of way, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, any of that kind of stuff, it's probably a good jumping in point for the series. Um, what if you don't like blue? If you don't like blue, then you're out of luck because there's a lot of blue. Oh, see, no, too much blue. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've uh, been playing a couple of games this week. Uh, first one being, I dove into Nintendo Online and cracked out the old Donkey Kong Country 2. Hey. Um, still one of the greatest platformers ever. Like, honestly, holds up. The, the controls are so freaking pinpoint accurate the level design is amazing it's just just a really good platformer um just so much better than the original one and uh i, I don't know why i prefer this over donkey kong country 3 but i always have okay controversial opinion i prefer 3 to 2 because i played it first right. but i think objectively 2 is a better game right like, i think 3 just has a lot of nostalgia for me because it's the first one yeah so you've got that uh that, that, that heartstring that bias goes a, yes. a plug-in. Um, why have I brought up Donkey Kong Country 1 here? That's crazy. This is anyway. two. Oh, yeah, it is two. It is two. Oh, what are you talking about? I, <laughs> it's, it's been a day. Uh, um, but yeah, uh, fantastic game. It, what's really, really cool is... So this is the very first game I 100%ed. Well, 102%ed. Oh, wow. um, it, it, I obsessed over it. I remembered where a majority of the... Uh, bonus levels were um i haven't finished it again yet because old man reflexes is a real thing yeah we need some community service ads that ju just warn people of my age that uh, as you go on your, your video game skills they they tend to go away a little bit and the old man reflexes take over and, and you're not as good and it's really annoying um so just be aware everyone old man reflexes are a thing uh probably explains why a majority of old people drive 30ks below the speed limit or 30Ks above the speed limit if you're in the UK. Really? you got the opposite problem over there. Yeah, opposite problem. And also, old drivers in the UK are more comfortable on single-lane country roads, so they drive at 110 kilometers per hour. And then when they get to expressways and stuff, they do like 20. It's very strange. Good. Good. Sounds like good good times for everyone. Uh, but yeah, Duncan Country 2, that's a fun time. Uh, other things as well. Obviously, Fortnite, the Green Goblin skin came out today, so you better believe I ran home and grabbed it. Looks <laughs> awful. Like, it's just an awful design. Oh, I hate no. it so much, but I'm going to play it because Norman's my boy. Um, and this little game, which, as we are recording, this has just come out in Australia. I am, of course, referring to uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Um now, I was playing it when you rocked up, mm -hmm. uh, weren't you, Anto? I also got the, uh, the steel case, which is there, but that's very pretty. Um, and also supporting everything you see on the table, so we're not going to show it off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I picked it up. Um, now, it's well documented that uh, RPGs, I sort of hate the grind at the start with all your tutorials and whatnot. Uh, of course, Yakuza being the, the biggest one where <laughs> I didn't play for the first hour because it was just a big cutscene. And just went, no, nah, I'm not playing it. Um, and I actually had someone come up to me one time who listens to the podcast and said, Ben, you complained about Yakuza, but you like Kojima games. I was just going to say, Metal Gear Solid 4 is probably the most guilty video game of cutscenes and tutorials over content. But the best, but. best part about that is that it's Kojima, so it's therefore brilliant and breathtaking. <laughs> it is the second coming of everything Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, so Pokemon Arceus, I've probably played the first hour and a bit. Um, very much uh, Monster Hunter light. Very, very much. So, you, you know, you, I'll, I won't give away any spoilers because I know a lot of people are playing it or have yet to play it. But it is very much the, uh, oh, hey, do this. Walk three steps, cutscene, explain something. Now go over there, walk three steps, cutscene, explain something. Now go back to where you were, walk three steps, cutscene, explain something. And there's no skip button. Ah, uh, that's it's annoying. Like, you're not great storytellers, Pokemon. You've been telling the same story for the past 30 years. Um, I think that we've earned the right to skip to the end if we want to. Uh, but other than that, I really enjoy the controls so far. Mm. Uh, the uh, sneaking up on Pokemon, just throwing a ball at their face is great. I love throwing all my balls at all cute animals. <laughs> um, I, I, well, all right. It's not so much a spoiler. It's a bit of a retcon. So pr permit me this. Uh, 
they are saying it, it, obviously it's it's in the past in the Sino region before it was uh, Sino. It's now called uh, was it Hiswi? 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 I can't remember. Yeah, one of them. Uh, they have. Uh, Holy crap! Shinx just went in. Yeah, he, he's battling. He, he's Shinx is a great little line man. Um, what they have done is they've retconned the whole Pokemon going into the Pokeballs. They said, "Oh, all Pokemon have the ability to shrink down to a little size." <laughs> All Pokemon are now Ant-Man. Yeah. Uh, so they can basically uh, not only uh, form lightning bolts out their eyes, they can also <laughs> shrink down to microscopic size and quite comfortably live in these little balls that I throw at their face. Uh, see, whereas I always thought, and it was my understanding that they were digitized. Mm. We were having this discussion before. But um, you mentioned that, yeah, well, if it's taking place in the past, then... Yeah, like it's... I don't know how many years prior to the original series or mainline series it takes or is set. But, you know, they've got ninjas like Koga, they've got psychics, they've got all these crazy, you know, people with different skills and abilities. It's probably some kind of magic or something. Yep. I don't know, it's Pokemon. That's the best kind of storytelling. When you go, <laughs> I don't know, magic or something. I don't know, deus ex machina, let's go. Yeah, just because, shut up. Hey, it's like we're writing Doctor Who. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, we won't get into that. <laughs> Overall, I uh, I think I'm going to enjoy it. Um, it. It's not an open world, which uh, makes sense. Um, it is very much uh, you go to a hub area, just like Monster Hunter, and you have to fulfill... Like, basically, there's a whole game of fetch quests. You have the yeah. main core uh, storyline, which is fetch quest, fetch quest, fetch quest. Um, basically, the whole idea is to complete the Pokédex, which is great because that's what i love about pokemon games collecting yep. shinies and finishing the pokedex that's that's what i get for it. i don't really get into the meta battling and that much i anymore. thought you were 100 percent gonna say oh you know the main goal is to fill the pokedex 10 out of 10 perfect storytelling <laughs> yeah <laughs> well it is um yeah I, I really like the mechanics so far i think it's uh definitely a really good step into what pokemon will slowly become yeah i think from what i've seen of you play it this afternoon um, I think it's going to rekindle my interest in playing it. Um, I hope so, because you said you didn't dig Diamond and Pearl yeah, that much. Yeah, Brilliant Diamond. Was it Brilliant Diamond or yep. Shining Diamond? I can't remember. Brilliant Diamond, Either Shining way, Pearl. BDSM, let's go with that. <laughs> Who's throwing balls at faces now? You. Um, yeah, no, the remakes of Diamond and Pearl, I didn't have any nostalgia for them. Um, I played Heart Gold and Soul Silver before touching Diamond and Pearl in any way. Um, so I think my nostalgia is for that Mm -hmm. sort of style and generation of, of the series. Um, and this one just didn't gel with me, so I sort Sorry, of stopped. Did you say you played uh, Sword and Shield? I did, but I also hated it. Because it was in your hometown? Uh, no. <laughs> I had a part with it, part to play. But um, no, I just I felt like it was taking 50 hours to get to a plot point that could have taken two. Yeah, well, they got a pad. Yeah, it's just, I'm not into that. If I'm going to play a game that requires me to spend more than 50 hours, it's going to be something that I know I enjoy. <laughs> hey, Jazz. Yeah? What's your favourite part of Pokemon? Um, when you turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon gun for game of the year. Uh, speaking of turning off, we don't want you to turn off. In fact, we want to turn you on to our podcast over on all podcast apps or over on <laughs> youtube.com backslash hack the dino or on twitch.tv backslash hack the dino where we stream the live recording of our podcast each and every fortnight and then cut it up and, and post it on all the podcast apps but if that's way too much to remember head on over to hackthedino.com be sure to follow all the links there's links there to our merch there's links there to our socials which you're uh, doing very very well at Anto um, uh, you say doing very very well at in the last week I've been locked out of a Facebook account and I'll need you to get me back into it later oh really? <laughs> yeah no, I don't Not for any Facebook. nefarious reasons, just I got rid of my personal Facebook account and now I don't have access to the Dino one, so I'll need to get back into that. I'm not that fussed about Facebook. It's <laughs> uh, the destroyer of all democracy. Meta. Uh, and uh, yes, yeah, so the, the the TikTok and Instagrams and whatnot, I tell you what, the Instagram algorithm is really, really good to us. <laughs> really it's good. doing well. Really good. So head on over there. Be sure to like, subscribe, tell your friends. I put up one second. Uh, one second. Yeah, it's probably about all the good content we have. Uh, one minute snippets of the show that you can quite easily show friends and go, hey, this is really good. You should uh, subscribe and follow them and, and you know, uh, worship them yep. with, with all your balls. I don't know. Um, <laughs> speaking of balls... It Xbox. took Xbox some goddamn balls say, to Xbox buy Activision Blizzard. They've got big old dingleberries <laughs> hanging around because 
in case you didn't realize, uh, Xbox, or Microsoft specifically, has purchased Blizzard Activision for close to $70 billion US. Wasn't it 68.7 US Whatever, billion? Whatever, like, when you got that much money. Um, yeah. So, for those of you who didn't know, uh, that is, I think, half of Microsoft's liquid assets. Mm -hmm. Half of Microsoft's, the fourth biggest company in the world, half of their assets that they've purchased. Yeah, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> um, like, wow. Like, I still remember logging into Discord when I woke up and Michael Towns, uh, one of our moderators and supporters in our uh, Hack the Dino Discord, which you can join just by heading over to... Uh, Hackthedino.com. Yeah, or bit.ly backslash Hack the Dino. Uh, posted the news and said, I can't wait to hear Ben's reaction when he gets up and reads this. <laughs> and my goodness, I was blown away. Now, we, we've made a public statement that we weren't going to talk about Blizzard Activision. Obviously, we are now because this is huge news. Uh, also, on the positive side, Phil Spencer has come out and basically said... We look forward to bringing Blizzard and Activision in with us. Uh, yeah, we can see it on the screen now. Uh, into our, our creative space where yep. everyone is equal. And basically saying um, uh, the higher-ups are bye-byes. Uh, it's been revealed... How do you pronounce his name? What we're trying to say is we don't support Bobby Kotick or any of the culture that he's created at Activision Blizzard. We're glad that Phil Spencer is doing something about it, hopefully. Um, well, it's already been pretty much confirmed that he's going to be given a golden handshake and sent on his oh, way. He's going to get his golden parachute. He's going to be paid 300 mil to leave. Yeah. But get out of here. Take your 300 mil and go die in a capitalist fire. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, enough about mm. that jerk. Um, got a couple of points here I just want to throw your way, Anto. Yeah, discuss. Sure. Uh, so the first one being uh, COD. Uh, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. So this year, uh, 2021. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty was the most sold and the second most sold game uh, for 2021. Mm -hmm. uh, this is worth $120 million a year to Sony. So this is a game which is now going to be owned by their main opposition. Yep. Um, so far, Xbox has... Uh, well, Phil Spencer came out and said that he spoke to his... Um, uh, they spoke to their friends yes. at Sony. Yes, offsiders at Sony. <laughs> uh, to let them know that they'll honor all agreements, you know, moving forward. However, it's been revealed that uh, there's only a commitment to release COD 2022, 2023, and Warzone 2 in 2023. And after that, who knows? Yep. Um, now, of course, Sony came out the very, well, as soon as they could and just said, oh, congratulations. We expect you to honor all your agreements. Yeah. It was a very sternly worded, yeah, congratulations, you douche yeah um but you know what it, it's it's not a it's not a thing between friends it, it's a yeah. business xbox have always lagged behind always. um the only way they can get up is to buy properties and that's exactly what they're doing and why wouldn't you go for the biggest one there is apparently ea was also in the uh under consideration yeah, yeah. ea yeah. were trying to buy it as well and i mean well that's like for like isn't it yes but it's just weird that Xbox now owns Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, I thought that was weird as well. Like, it mm. to me, it doesn't make sense for certain properties to be on certain platforms. Specifically, Crash, Spyro, and Final Fantasy, to me, don't make sense not being on PlayStation. Not to say they shouldn't be, just my brain doesn't see those games' UIs with anything but square, circle, mm. triangle and cross like it just doesn't make sense to me uh triple indy in the chat has uh, just said you don't spend 70 billion dollars to make friends <laughs> i mean <laughs> I some people do <laughs> that's brilliantly put um all right so what do we think this means for the future of uh, video games is this setting a really dangerous precedent is this going to start off a different kind of console war where it's not about games going out but who can buy up the most properties i think it is um my opinion is that it does set a sort of dangerous trend that could start Mm -hmm. um, you know, if companies with this much money are able to just buy up entire other companies because they want to, you know, we could see Amazon buy EA or, you know, any other giant AAA publisher and producer um, and segregate the market even more. Well, you've got uh, also rumors coming out lately that Apple are looking into buying or into bringing out a console as mm. well, finally. Um, like it's just going to really heat up because if you got Apple's buying power and they're getting studios, they've obviously already got Apple Arcade, which is pretty good. Mm. Uh, it was nothing groundbreaking. Um, but I mean, how you, you can't compete with someone who has that type of money who will just buy up these assets. Yeah. Um, Floppy was, I was speaking to him about it, was really, really worried about it. 
um, because, you know, he thinks that it's just going to create a monopoly and blah, blah, blah. Me, uh, for once, I'm looking on the optimistic side. Okay. <laughs> I will play devil's advocate this time around oh, then. Good, good, good. So, <laughs> optimistically, uh, I'm thinking um, it gives the opportunity for some of these uh, lower-end... Um, Studios, so like the uh, A studios, not the AAA studios, the B studios and whatnot. Yeah, the independent, the studios. smaller sort of teams within companies to. Yeah, so it would appear to me, or make sense to me, that like Sony and Nintendo will either pump money into them mm. to you know sign up exclusive games, not necessarily buy them, but pump more money into them to get new and exclusive IPs for their consoles in order to make. Uh, more an interesting uh, new creative IPs. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's, if we're being completely optimistic, which is very strange for me, which is why I'm stumbling <laughs> over my words, uh, it, it could be opportunity for people to leave these big AAA studios and start up their own studios, which we saw during the week, the Yakuza team. The Yakuza team started have started their, their own, own development studio, which is going to be interesting. So stuff like that. Like, what if we start to see those guys sort of come to predominance and and maybe Candy Crush Saga doesn't do as well anymore because they come up with a Candy Cane Saga. I don't know. I agree with what Jazz just said. Everyone should just start coming up with ideas and floating it to whatever studio wants to, to make the game. Yeah. But I do have some thoughts on, um, on the whole Microsoft versus Sony thing because I think Nintendo, no matter what, are just going to do what they do. Yep. They've very successfully cornered their own part of the market and have done for their entire existence as a video game company. Um, you know, the handheld space is effectively theirs. So oh, yeah. They don't have to worry at all. Um, but as far as Sony and Microsoft go, it, it's it's eventually going to become a battle of who can throw more cash at a studio. Um, at least that's the fear I, Floppy, and a few others probably have. Um, as far as the legality of it goes, uh, I'm not a lawyer or an expert in, you know, laws around monopolies, but... I am. Let me tell you that it's all fine. Yeah, it's it's bordering on... It's not. It is. ...becoming a monopoly, is is how I feel it might be. From what I read, but, yeah. uh, most people expect it to go through, but... Oh, it, it will. Like, it it will, the will be... And the money to do it. <laughs> very closely. Very closely looked. And, I mean, obviously, uh, they would have gone through all of this. Mm. But the thing that got me is, how'd they keep it quiet? Yeah, this feels like something that we should have heard about prior to it happening but like, I'm it must thinking, have been the highest highest levels up and no yeah. one else or they wanted to keep it quiet purely because of the amount of backlash that activision blizzard have got this year so far well sorry know. not even this year so far last year last and year. now yeah ridiculous um yeah all right let's let's end it on a somewhat optimistic note uh what ips do you think phil would want to bring back because he's gone out and said that he does want to bring some back uh once he's dropped a uh, spyro Guitar Hero. He name dropped Hexen, which I'm very excited Ooh, okay. about, uh, or Starcraft as well. He also mentioned he was a fan of Starcraft. I want them to bring back. I don't know if it ever got released, but I'm pretty sure it was a thing. Uh, Starcraft Ghost. It was a third-person action adventure game planned for the GameCube, PS2, and original Xbox, and it became vaporware and never, nothing ever happened with it, and it looked super cool. So if they want to bring that back, I'm all in. Um, I'm also super in for them to bring Guitar Hero or Rock Band or something similar I back. thought you would be. Just because if I get a free moment where it's not, you know, 3am and clicking doesn't wake people up, I'll play Guitar Hero. It's mm. just fun. Mm. Who, what does Epic own? Huh? Epic owns... They bought Harmonix. Which did? Uh, they originally did Guitar Hero before Activision bought them. Ah, so... And then they did Rock Band. Okay. So who <laughs> owns the right to... So Activision presumably owns the rights. Activision not the will own the rights to Guitar Hero, right? But Harmonix as a studio made Rock Band afterwards. So if it's going to be a music rhythm game that Microsoft put out, it'll be a revival of Rock Band or something similar. Right. I would imagine with a different dev team. Yes, gotcha. Okay, understood. Speaking of different dev teams, uh, there was a developer on Twitter and on Reddit by the name of Dragon underscore Game Dev. Uh, and he shared a video of his progress on the first on a first-person shooter. You know, first-person shooters, dime a dozen. No, this is a first-person shooter where you're shooting Pokemon. Pokemon gun. There you go. <laughs> the Pokemon run at you, you've got a gun, oh, and you no! shoot the little Pikachu in the face. <laughs> yes. So not only can you throw your balls at the face, you can also shoot all over their face as well. Just what every Pokemon <sighs> person wants. Um, surprisingly, Nintendo's taken this down. Yeah, I'm not surprised in any way, thought? shape, or form. 
Who would have thought? Uh, they put the RPG in Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, the most... The <laughs> most disturbing part here is the blood that comes out. Yeah, not a fan. Like yeah. that's that's very jarring to see. Yeah, uh, he's going up against the legendary birds here, and and like, oh, I mean, the gameplay looks pretty simple, but for a one-person team, this is pretty impressive visually. Yeah, like mechanically and and on a technical level, being able to pull this off by yourself is pretty. I mean, that looks like it's ripped straight out of Immortals: Phoenix Rising, but yeah. Um, it's it's impressive for a one-person development studio. Mm. Uh, Triple Indy again <laughs> in the comments has said, the real Pokemon Ranger, Pokemon <laughs> Poacher. Um, however, if you do crave... So obviously this has been yeah, kiboshed and, and stopped. And, the and Nintendo gonna, Ninjas have been sent. Nintendo said, no, sorry, it's not happening. Uh, if you do want um, some dose of animal cruelty, uh, Power World has uh, released their new trailer. Now, do you remember Power World at all, Anto? I can honestly say I do not remember Power World. So Power World is a new game coming out on Steam uh, where it's uh, sort of between Pokemon and uh, sort of an open world Pokemon. Pokemon AK-47 years. But you're you're a Pokemon trainer, but you also have guns. And you capture Pokemon and force them to work as slaves. (laughs) Jesus, that's even worse than the originals. Yep. That's just a straight up hybrid of Mareep and Raichu. Oh yeah, it's, it's very much that. You combine your pals into an egg and then ho- uh, launches this big old combination of the two. It looks really, really pretty. It does look nice. Uh, but yeah, you have guns and like the bad guys, the Team Rocket type people, uh, they they have guns so we can see oh my God. Uzi there and they're just firing down the... Totoro Chu cute- using a minigun. Yep. Jeebus. And here we go. You can see on the screen now uh, Pokemon captured being scientifically experimented on. Uh, So, yeah, if if you want to see cute little animals getting their guns ready for their owners uh, and uh, little cute Pokemon being eaten by large dinosaur Pokemon and explosions with Pokemons being thrown against the wall, (laughs) then Power World is for you. Jesus. He's probably in it too. That is a bit much. Well, it's out on Steam soon, so you can play it then. Yeah, what a game. What a game. (laughs) (laughs) What? The the look of shock on your face there. I'm just... Along with that and the whole first-person Pokemon murder simulator, just... I wasn't ready for today, I don't think. Well... Plus, I've only been awake for... Five and a bit hours. (laughs) Um, So, 2022 is upon us. Mm -hmm. And I thought it would be a fun time... To have a look at the top five video game rumors now that we're in 2022. What are we what are we hearing on the grapevine that may or may not come to fruition? Now, the, none of these have really any solid evidence, but may just be uh, well, rumors, which is why we're, we're listing what we would like to see. Mm. So here we are, the top five 2022 video game rumors, with the first one being a new Tomb Raider trilogy to begin. So Crystal Dynamics celebrated 2021 by acknowledging its 25-year anniversary of Tomb Raider and that the Nintendo Switch versions were coming in 2022. But due to COVID, it was possible they were coming out last year. Mm. But, you know, Global Bastard will do that. I Uh, like to, thanks to the Game Grumps, refer to it as the Backstreet Boys reunion tour. Of what? COVID. Backstreet Boys reunion tour. It's just nobody wanted it and it's still happening. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Uh, Crystal Dynamics were hiring a lighting artist for Tomb Raider for a Tomb Raider project in 2021. The studio also made an announcement last year that the next game will unify the reboot series with the classic games, signifying the next game in the series is in the works or at least being planned out. What do we think about this rumor, Anto? Um, I think if they can tie it successfully into like if it if it happens and they do tie it into the first three games, uh, the PlayStation trilogy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be really interesting to see how they've done it. Um, whether it will happen this year or not, I think realistically it's probably a bit of a stretch to think it will. Right. Um, I think, you know, COVID and development has just been, it's been hell for reasons beyond what we've experienced as general people and consumers of these kinds of things. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I liked the, I guess... Are we calling it the reboot trilogy? I guess. Well, is it a reboot trilogy or is it, is it a prequel just... trilogy? Like, I'd if they're... say it's a prequel. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. I, I liked them. Um, they're fun. Basically, just 
it's Uncharted with a Lara Croft skin, effectively, is how I feel about them, and that's not a bad Which thing. Which is Indiana Jones with a... Yeah, um... exactly. It's it's just a fun adventure game. Um, if they can tie it into the originals, I'd be happy to see how they do it. But yeah, I don't I don't think it'll happen this year. We'll get an announcement maybe, but they won't they won't come out this year. Mm. All right. Uh, rumor number two in the top five for 2022. Mm. Uh, this one's already been kind of announced, so it's cheating a little bit, but I added a little <laughs> bit of spicy meatball on the end. Okay. Jedi Fallen Order 2 will be announced and released in 2022. So Respawn has been hiring new game developments and environment designers. Reports claim that the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order 2 would be revealed in June on... Uh, Revealed, sorry, before June, which people are saying May 4th. Uh, oh, May 4th released, would be the perfect day to do it. Yep. Yeah, um, to be released in quarter four this year. Now, you say that, yeah, it would be the perfect day to do it. Uh, they, Lucasfilm came out. Uh, was it Lucasfilm? That was Respawn. No, Lucasfilm came out and announced the other day during the week that they've got three projects in development. Ooh. One of which is, uh, yeah, <laughs> Fallen Order 2. Yeah. Like, so they announced it via tweet or something. It was so right. anticlimactic that, yeah, they're working on it. Um, there are still heavy rumors that it will release at the end of the year. Mm. Um, what are the other two? One was a, a strategy game, and I think the other was an adventure game. Okay. I mean, if it's adventure, like, then, you know, sequel to, what was it called? Shadow of the Empire on N64? Oh, jeez. That's really? what I want. Really? Do it, you cowards. Do you know that game is responsible for giving us a hoth level in every single Star Wars game that ever came about? Yep. Um, I think, yeah, it's a possibility. They've obviously been working on it since the first one came out. When did the first one came out? I think it was 2018 or 2019. It's been a couple of years since this one came out. Yeah, so I'd say 19. So obviously they've been working on it. They'd have hmm. the engine. Um, I'm assuming they'd have the storyline already sort of primarily there. You don't really get to do these things with Disney unless you've got... Yeah, well... A path to more money. Yes, path to more money. Um, not necessarily a full-fledged plan as such, but it'd be hard to think that after a couple of years they wouldn't at least have the scenario and, and storyline plotted out ready for you know actual development to start. So, Did you happen to see today they released footage of Amy Henning's cancelled uh, Star Wars 113 game? Was that the... That was the one that was cancelled... Pre-COVID. Yes, correct. I didn't see it today, but I'm familiar with it. Uh, she showed footage, or, or she didn't, but some footage was shown of Boba Fett uh, oh, okay. chasing someone down uh, through Coruscant. See, I think I did see it today, but I assumed it was like a cut thing from The Mandalorian or something that I hadn't watched. No, no. So, yeah, that came out. Uh, apparently, you were going to start the game as a uh, bounty hunter, a mm. bounty hunter, new character, and that bounty hunter would get hunted down by boba fett at which point you would switch to being boba fett and continue playing the rest of the game as different people that's very cool that would have been interesting yeah. as hell so they've taken a lot of that i think and put into the new game it's just a pity that it got cancelled that's all mm. uh next rumor ghost of tsushima and bloodborne to pc uh leaks indicated that ghost of tsushima could be coming as soon as february uh the same way we found out about horizon zero dawn and dawn and Days Gone were going to be coming to PC. Uh, the PlayStation-only label was removed from the box art on Amazon. So ah. that's happened to these two games okay. as well. Okay. Interesting that, um, given that Ghost of Tsushima got a re-release for PS5 quite recently, mm. that there's already rumours of it coming to PC. Like, I would have thought they'd wait at least another six months. Well, I mean, depends. I guess they like money. And it, it really is a wonderful game. Um, I honestly think that playstation may even look at bringing more and more and more of their games to pc especially their exclusive ones i think they're going to now because of the xbox thing really they need that extra revenue stream i think do I, really yeah do they this is sony yeah it's, like, they're not as big as microsoft but it's sony it is sony but you mentioned it earlier like the big four companies like it's amazon microsoft and two others which i don't know of sony aren't in that four as far as i know mm. So yeah. it's, I wouldn't say they need the revenue stream, but they'd be stupid to not take what is effectively free money. Yeah. Because the PS5 is just a PC in a box. Well, that's all consoles, isn't it? Nah, maybe not the Switch. It's more what? like a smartphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a hamster going around on a wheel. Yeah. 
the Bloodborne rumor has been going around since 2020. So whether oh, that's Bloodborne actually happened, the PC rumor has been since 2016. That's been <laughs> ongoing for a while. <laughs> I think specifically the, uh, the the upgraded version that came to the PS5 yeah. uh, is what they're hoping for. Um, look, do you want to read out this next one? Uh, I reckon so. All right. Are you sure you don't want to take this one? It's something no, close to your heart. It's close to my heart, but not as close <laughs> as the one after it. Uh, so, continuing from late last year, Chrono Cross is supposedly coming to PS5. Um, you know, that's all well and good. Chrono Cross, as far as I know, never came out in Australia or Europe or the UK. It was very much an America and Japan only thing. Yeah, I believe so. Um, so, it, it's weird that that would come out first and they wouldn't bring something like a Chrono Trigger remake in the style of Octopath Traveler or yes. Project Triangle Strategy. Where, where is that? Like, are you reading my notes, or is that just something you believe in as well, and you, you've gone, yeah, Ben's right. I remember your notes. I haven't had a chance to read them yet, Whoa, I'm putting my go, own spin on it. Do it. Go. <laughs> but yes, I agree. But yeah, um, it just, it's very strange that a game has been ported from the Super Nintendo to the DS, to the PlayStation, and to smartphones hasn't been given even like a modern sort of HD upscale even. And it's not like it's a game that won't sell. No, it, it just will. It's... People are buying the Super Nintendo cartridge for seven, $800. Yeah. It's, it's one of those games that, you know, it's, it's either people love Chrono Trigger and don't play other RPGs or they love Chrono Trigger and then are still mad that Final Fantasy and other Final Fantasy games and Square aren't RPGs Trigger. aren't Chrono Trigger. So it's, it's culturally relevant enough to to do well, mm -hmm. I think if they're going to do it, they need to just do like a pixel remaster, similar to what Square have done with Final Fantasy one, two, three, four, five, and six. Yep. Or just straight up port. Yeah. Don't change it. It's already perfect. Yep. <laughs> yep. Put it out on the uh, Nintendo. Put it on the Switch. Thing. Yep. Just put everything on, on Switch. Switch Online as a digital release. Let Limited Run put it out on a cartridge and I'll spend $70 on it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll spend much more than that. <laughs> I'll do it. I, it's one of my grail items, Chrono Trigger. Yeah. Anyway, but we're talking about Chrono Cross. Now, uh, <laughs> I've got some uh, notes there that suggest that uh, the Chrono Cross remaster remake is indeed happening. Do you want to go through some of them? Yeah. Um, so, the title's existence was first sort of hinted at or revealed following a leak uh, through the NVIDIA GeForce uh, library update thing that happened back in September. Um, there were a bunch of titles in there. Um, Outcast 2, God of War getting a PC port was part of that as well. So that kind of lends a little bit of, what's the word, credibility? Sure. Credibility? Relevance? I don't know. It it just makes it seem like that's probably going to be a thing that happens. Um, there was also a crossover with another property called Another Eden, which was in a mobile RPG, probably a free-to-play one. It is. Um... And the, was it co-creator? Like one of the writers of Chrono Trigger? Uh, yes. Was yep. part of that as uh, well? Kato? Uh, Masato Kato? Masato Kato, yep. yeah. Um, so, yeah, it just, it feels like it's coming. And there just needs to be more news, because I, I know this guy's excited for it, at least. And yeah. I, I'd be keen to play it too, because I've never had even the spoons to emulate Chrono Cross. I've got and, it in there. Yeah. It's mm. in my Chrono Trigger collection. <laughs> of course it is. Uh, yeah, hopefully soon. Right. Kojima time. Yes. So, <laughs> the number one rumor we've got coming into this year is, of course, the Silent Hill reboot announcement by Kojima and Del Toro. Uh, so there's not a whole lot to go on with this besides Del Toro uh, trolling us during the Game Awards this year. Um, I don't know if you recall, but uh, they were, uh, Kojima came out and, and said a... a Thank you to the Game Awards Thank you to audience. The Game Awards. I'm not there this year, but I will be at some point. Correct. Yeah. And then Del Toro announced an award, and he was talking about how talented Kojima is, and it was an honor to work with him. And then he said, uh, "Oh, you know, he's he's uh, been behind a lot of uh, really cool games like this, like that, like Silent Hill. Man, that's a really good hill. That's a really good game. <laughs> Someone should bring that back. Anyway, yeah. it's like you cheeky, cheeky person. It was almost directed at you specifically. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so what we've got to go on this, uh, in June, 2021, Kojima shared that he was reading The Silent Wife by Karen Slaughter and Full Throttle by Joe Hill. Hey, eh? uh -huh. eh? uh -huh. eh? <laughs> eh? 
That's some Kojima crap going I on. I see what you're putting there. down. Yeah. Silent S- Hill. Silent, yeah, yeah. Silent Wife. Or Wife Hill from- and Slaughter Joe. Yeah, yep. Yeah. At this point, the connection is tenuous at best, but the bad blood between Kojima and Konami has been well documented. <laughs> uh, Bloober Team and Konami previously announced a strategic partnership for a joint development in June 2021. And that's all we've really, really got to get on go on at the moment. Uh, I just like the uh, Kojima tweeting out that he's reading those books because that is the, such a Kojima thing. Yeah, it's either him confirming it's happening in like the most roundabout way so he doesn't get in any kind of legal trouble ever or it's just him trolling knowing people want him to do it and he's just like, no. Nah. <laughs> As if Kojima would ever troll though. Like, really. Seriously. Mm. Um, so there we are. There are our top five rumours for 2022. Uh, uh, we are robots has asked in the chat any more blue box rumors well keep on listening we are robots because uh, we've got a doozy coming up very very soon all about blue box rumors uh, blue box games blue box rumors and their game abandoned but you have to keep on listening to that or head on over to hackthedino.com to be sure you get all the latest news now before we move on um those of you watching us on the video on demand or watching us live on twitch can see in front of me some Video game relics, we'll call them. Now, I had the opportunity to go to an individual's house who was selling a lot of his collection as he was moving to Queensland in a couple of weeks and just said, look, just pick up what you want, put it in a pile, we'll work out a price. Uh, so I said, oh, okay, cool. And as I was going through it, I saw a couple of things. I got a lot of Nintendo, Wii, GameCube and whatnot games that I haven't got out. But those of you who are watching us, and even if you're not, head on over to the Instagram because I put it all up there. Um, Mr. Benjamin as well. Uh, is my personal Instagram where I put up all my video game hauls. Uh, I have in front of me an almost complete set of Game.com. Now, do you know what Game.com is, Anto? I'm quite familiar with it thanks to uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd. Okay, so explain it to us. What is Game.com? It was the world's first, I think, first touchscreen-based video game system. Handheld system, yep. Handheld system, specifically. Um... Other than that, it's pretty forgettable, really. Very forgettable. It's like a PDA, uh, the personal planner. It's like a PDA, yeah. yeah it's PDA. like a personal computer, calendar, message book thing. Um, but until they released the online package for it, which you've got, mm-hmm. um, it kind of didn't function as one properly. Um, it's got some, what you would imagine to be really good video games on it. But they're just not. They're really bad ports. All right, so let's explain to the podcast listeners. I'm holding the game.com in my hand. It's about, what, say, 20 centimeters across uh, or, say, five inches. Um, it is a, it, it, it's not that heavy. It's no, no heavier than a Game Boy. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's any heftier than the original Game Boy, like the, the, the pocket brick. So Tiger, who used to make all those old, really poor handhelds uh, that you used to purchase. The like, LCD games. Yeah. Like Street Fighter 2, where you couldn't do anything. Yeah, I've got that as well. Just over there. <laughs> I've also got Spider-Man and Aladdin. Um, but yeah, it's got one of those screens in it. It's got a little, uh, if you slide this out here, little PDF maker. little uh, stylus. little stylus. You can make appointments and whatnot. So you can not only play games on here, but you can keep appointments and everything. Uh, so yeah, as Anto mentioned, very first touchscreen uh, on a handheld, also very, very first um, internet connectivity, but it, only if you had this, which I've got in front of me now, which is the uh, game.com internet. So uh, you, you basically plugged it in and it's just PDA. It's like an external less than 56k modem. It's yeah. very bad. <laughs> Very, very bad. Uh, but I've also got the uh, link cable, so you can link it up to other ones that are still in the packet. I think you could link it up to, what was it, 16 other game comms yep. for like multiplayer on yep. the games that only supported it for four players or something. Yep. It was really weird. It was great. But the most important part is the games. Now, in total, there were 21 games released with the game.com. I was lucky enough in this bundle to get 18 of the 21 games and I believe 17, 16 of them are boxed. 16 of them are boxed. So Lights View came as a packing, so and it didn't have complete. a box. Uh, so some of the games we've got here, uh, we've got Fighters Megamix, which is Virtual Fighter. Uh, I've got Duke Nukem 3D. Which, as you can imagine on the Gamecom, is not 3D. <laughs> no, I'm looking at it now. Uh, look at that. 
you played... Um... It's very similar to, if anyone has played it, uh, Fantasy Star, the original. Yep. Um, it's very isometric-y, sort of 3D in that sort of forced 3D drawing perspective. Yep. That's how most of these games are. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Towns in the uh, chat yelled out Sonic Jam. Yes, Sonic Jam was there as well. Yep. Uh, I've got Jurassic Park, The Lost World. <laughs> Which is uh, something. <laughs> oh my gosh. I should take a picture of this because it looks like the T-Rex is a massive erected penis. Look at that. Yikes. I am going to take a picture of that and that'll be up on benjam.com or hackthedino.com straight after the show. So be sure to look out for that. Uh, Batman and Robin movie tie-in. So you can play Batman and Robin with all their bat nipples on thegame.com. Uh, and also Resident Evil 2. Uh, now, it also has uh, Mortal Kombat. Incidentally, some of these games go for stupid amounts of money. Resident Evil 2, I looked up, goes for about $120. Yep. By its, like, that's not even like in good condition either. And this box Ben's holding is very, very near good. flawless. There's maybe a tiny bit of wear on the opening from when it was first picked yep. up. Yep. And other than that, so all of these are in really good condition. Also in this bundle, I got this little one. The so, Gamecom 2. Yeah, no, it's called a Pocket Pro. Yeah. The Gamecom Pocket Pro. So basically the Gamecom, but half the size. So that was in the bundle as well. So, Anto, considering how much all this is worth and, and the fact that it's a, a very rare, uh, hard-to-get machine, how, how much would you expect that I would pay to get this all this stuff? Are you asking me to tell you what I already know? No, 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 no. How much no, you no. spent or what I would expect to pay for this on eBay? Learn to play the game, man. No, no, I know. I'm, I'm, Learn to play the I'm game, calling man. you out how for much, a reason. How much do you think? I think, mm. <laughs> I think realistically, based on Resident Evil 2 alone, mm-hmm. you would have spent close to $1,000, if not more, for all of this together. Really? A thousand bucks? Yep. Yeah, way overestimate. <laughs> I'm maybe putting more of a, a value on the nostalgia of this thing possibly honestly possibly. if from what i've read and looked at i can see probably five six hundred dollars really for a, as a bargain for 18 of the games most of them boxed and yep. complete that no, doesn't yep yeah. uh i paid the grand total of twenty dollars <laughs> can i can i give you the finger on 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 the show <laughs> yeah go for it uh that's like everyone everyone's been saying the same thing see the thing is i wasn't even going to collect this console but when he said I literally, I was at the guy's house and it was all bundled up together. I went, oh, wow, game.com. He goes, oh, yeah, you want it? And I said, oh, nah. And he goes, like, 20 bucks, you can have it. And I went, uh, okay, sure, okay, I'll grab it. I'll give you 40. No. Yeah, no, exactly. No, no. So, <laughs> doing a, a little bit... Of- all over again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, doing a little bit of research that um, this actually was released on my birthday in 1997. So, I no now joke. have something that's tied into it. I think I've, there's three games left that I need to get. Um, one of them is Mortal Kombat, which I didn't think I had until I looked in, the, in the system and the cart is there. Well, that's that's one of the weirder things about this system. Like the original, you can load two cartridges at once yep. and then select from them. Select which one you want to play. And they cut that feature out for the Pocket Pro, as it's called. Well, they need to save space there somewhere. Yeah, but still. Yeah, so lights out's in there. That was pretty good. That was a bit of a surprise as well. Because mm. the first thing, uh, I was talking to King Kaiju Collectibles about it. And he said, oh, did you get Mortal Kombat? Because I know he's got it. And I said, no. And then, um, yeah. Five minutes later. Five minutes later, it's in there. <laughs> uh, but I've already spoken to him because he's got a boxed tiger.com. Oh, wow. So I might have to have some discussions. And one other thing quickly before we move on. Uh, right in the middle of the table here, I've got a big box that's called Barcode Battler. Uh, now... Anto, do you know anything about Barcode Battle? I do. Um, I didn't have one as a kid, but I knew people who did. Mm-hmm. Um, the best way I can describe it from memory, because uh, I haven't looked at the box or anything just yet, um, think Digimon, mm-hmm. but instead of you know being given a pre-assigned or predetermined monster, you can literally just walk into a grocery store, scan anything, and it will give you a mishmash of monster bits and stats based on the tin of soup you've scanned. Yep. It's a really cool, interesting concept. Any barcode. Anything. Any, any barcode anywhere in the world, you can scan it. It gives you randomized uh, stats, and you battle it against other barcodes. Yeah. That's what it is. It was just a super cool... I think it was released around the time like Pokemon and Digimon were first sort of making waves. Yep. Tried to capitalize on that and just sort of didn't really go anywhere. Yeah. No. And when I heard about it back in the 90s, uh, I went, oh, that's cool, but never saw one. Again, 
at this gentleman's place yesterday. Saw it there. I went, oh, awesome. I always wonder one of them, blah, blah, blah. He goes, oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, 20 bucks. Yeah. Deal. I mean, Floppy got some cool stuff as well. He um, did. From he memory, did. he picked up a boxed PSP Go, which mm-hmm. was um, Sony's first foray into digital-only anything. Uh, well, outside of their MP3 players. Um, he also got um, the Simpsons PSP 2000, the one that came out to celebrate the launch of a Simpsons video game. Yep. A um, couple of other bits, GameCube games, Dreamcast stuff, like folders full of Dreamcast discs. Like This guy's got a gold mine of a house. Not anymore. And he lives in Mount Barker. No, I'm not doesn't. telling you the real address because I want to go there next week. <laughs> Shut up, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh no this is uh it was it was quite good um i i did spend a lot of money there so there, there's a reason why he gave me this stuff really really cheap because nintendo stuff is not cheap but i filled out a lot of holes i've got uh, tokyo mirage sessions um, on the wii u on the wii u oh, such a better release uh, on there i got paper mario uh on the wii u color splash you color splash i got wario game and watch uh, i got heaps of wii games that i was missing uh for my collection as well uh yeah just Super fun, super cool, um, and he threw in a whole heap mm. of freebies as well. Yeah, if anyone, um, if anyone made it down to the was it uh, comic and toy fair last year? Yep. Um, I picked up a inbox, so a complete inbox um, Neo Geo Pocket Color, uh, which had at the time the first non Sega platform Sonic game on it, um, and I think they chucked in like six or seven other games, and I spent yeah. not even three hundred dollars. Oh, that's on also it. yeah. He also I was going through all these amiibo because my daughter collects Animal Crossing amiibo, and there was one in there that she wanted, uh, and he there's like oh, probably twenty twenty five amiibo in there, uh, you know like um, you, your common ones, but there was also Pokemon Pokemon ones in there. Well, Fire Emblem, the, the Game and Watch one as well, with all the different standees of his shapes and stuff. Yep, and I said, oh okay, so I was picking out. I like grabbed the Fire Emblem ones because. They're ones that I don't have that are uh, fairly sought after. And he once again he goes, oh, look, just take the whole thing. And then because he, uh, I was talking about uh, Jazz, who is uh, in the cheese behind with the Disney, keys today. Because um, <laughs> they were also, he and his partner were uh, big Disney fans as mm. well. And he said, oh, look, grab this. And he grabbed sort of like this Disney book off the shelf and said, oh, she might be interested in this. It's like a, a treasure trove. Oh, thing. that's what that thing is. Yeah. And then um, <laughs> some other stuff. Oh, take this Disney stuff, see if she wants it. It's like just really, really cool. But everyone out there in video game land, I trust that your digitized personas can now uh, escape from your digital prison and roam in the real world once again, only to find out that that real world was really the digital world, just a higher res one. And you need to escape from that digital world and go into the real, real world, which is really the Matrix. But then it's not. Help me. Anyway, Anto, uh, what do you, what do you do with yourself? What what do you what what what's something? That's a very personal question. <laughs> what, what's what's something people can do to look at you while you shower? Um, I'm not comfortable ask, answering that question. I don't think. Okay, what what? Where can but I you at? can find me okay, at uh, Instagram. Unit uh, six. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're off. Um, <laughs> you can find me. Then on who Instagram. have I been watching? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I'm on Instagram uh, under Yo It's Anto. Uh, the profile picture is of uh, I've forgotten his name. Cloud? No, it's not Cloud. Um, it's a Persona character. Oh, monster. Um, it, it it's um um uh, Joker. <laughs> no, it's not. It's like one of the personas. Anyway, whatever. It's a Persona creature. Uh, I think it's like Jack Frost. There we go. Him. Um, I don't really do a whole lot on there other than share. Hack the Dino stuff sometimes. Way to sell your stuff. Um, but yeah, occasionally, like depending on how rare or exciting the thing that I get is, I'll occasionally put things like my video game collections and picks up. Um, I think the most recent one I did was I managed to pick up. Um, it was one of the Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core branded PSPs, which got a limited run of 77,777 units. Um, I found one of those in a cash converters for a couple of hundred dollars, which wow. was good. A couple um, of hundred dollars. A couple of hundred. Yeah, they go on eBay for four, five, six, quite often. Wow. Um, yeah, um, I was on Facebook. I'm now no longer on Facebook. Wise choice. Yeah, just, I don't know, just didn't want to didn't want to be there anymore. 
Um, and occasionally I'll be on Twitch uh, under the Hack the Dino channel. Um, haven't been recently because, as we discussed at the start of the show, I'm currently resetting my sleep schedule for overnight shifts. And yeah, that's going about as well as you can expect it would go. Um, not great so far. <laughs> I'm just going to say yuck. Yeah. Uh, the money's going to be good, but I'm not enjoying the prospect of... Actually, no, I am quite excited for it, to be honest. Like, peace and quiet, getting to... Yeah, I'm not going to say anything more. It's fine. <laughs> Way to end the show on an upbeat level. Uh, yeah, you can also check out Floppy, who's normally here, doing <laughs> what I'm doing, um, at Floppy Plays Games. Um, similar to myself and what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, he puts up pictures of what he's playing, what he's picked up, what he's found. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you can really. head on over to at Mr. Benjamin where I put up all pics of all my pickups that I get there probably won't be any for a little bit because you've I got spent a lot all to my post money. pictures of well I think I, I kind of did that last night I got carried away I was going to hold off but as I was cleaning all the cases and everything oh, I'll just take a picture of that yeah I'll that's take fair a picture of that. Um, but I will put them all up eventually uh, or you can head on over to Bad Game Arts where I find the very worst game art that uh video game history has to offer. Um, Jazz, I don't know if you can bring up Bad Game Arts at Instagram so we can maybe have a look at some of the ones that went up this week. But man, I even I didn't know that there was this much Bad Game Art. I thought getting into this deep, I've been doing it for probably about six to eight months now. I thought I'd start run out of uh, Game Art that was just awful. Just and, terrible. Uh, no, there's heaps out yeah, there. Yeah, there's loads. There is so much Bad Game Art out there at all. How are we going with that, Jazz? I can't find it. Instagram.com backslash bad game arts with an S on the on the end. Oh, okay. Because bad game art was taken. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to get creative. That's the one. Yeah, there we okay. go. So if you can click uh, on just next to Alien Syndrome, so uh, second one down, the Time Voyager one. If you can click on that one, the next one. Alien across. Syndrome works too. Discount Xenomorph. No, no, other one. Other way. That's the way. Uh, we can see on the screen here the Bible Time what? Voyager video game machine. Uh, so you get 12 Bible games built right in and it plugs directly into your TV and you can play the Bible. So that that's, uh, we can see here, just a, a controller uh, hooked up to a TV. You get uh, to experience the flood of biblical proportions in real time. Yeah, whatever you do, just just... Do not, do not play Judas in the game. <laughs> Cannot recommend that enough. It does look like a Dreamcast or a Saturn controller, doesn't it? It does. And if we go across to the next uh, bit of bad game art that we had up on there, Jazz, uh, you can see uh, Eggerland Mystery. What? Um, so I've put here, the mystery is what the F is going on here. Uh, we can see in the bottom left-hand corner, or bottom right-hand corner there, I should say, a blue Julius Caesar with green hair. Uh, then we got some kind of dinosaur with, uh, you know, looks like the bubble bubble dinosaurs inbreeding. So he's got a massive chin. Uh, then we got a, a cute little bow person, and then a skull, uh, and a bunch of daggers. I think it's made by Hal Laboratories as well, who made Kirby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't know what was going on there. Uh, and then next, we have got the classic game, Axe Battler, A Legend of Golden Axe. I just want to point out there's no axe in this picture. No, there's really not. Uh, you've got your muscle-bound person with lots of six-packs fighting a uh, red... Several six-packs. With, with a, a red dragon bird and a skeleton with horns. Say what you will, yep. Golden Axe was a pretty good game. Oh, really? Yeah. Side scroll and beat him up. Did it have an axe in it? Because axe butler doesn't doesn't even spell the word axe, axe right. Uses a sword. Uh, I can't remember what the dwarf was called, but he used an axe. Right. He's also the best character. You could run and head who, who who used the e that they're missing from the title? I honestly couldn't tell you. Look at the look, they couldn't even copy it right. I mean, it's probably sculpted into those abs somewhere, right? No, nah, it's probably his abs probably <laughs> ate it. Just <laughs> saved it for later. And finally, the last little oh, bit. Oh, that makes so much sense. What's that? Triple Indy said he's the one who battles the axe. Yeah. He he is. The final boss is a dude with a giant axe. Right. Axe battler. Battles axes. Right. It just makes sense. Still don't get it. It's fine. Next. <laughs> uh, this is the most realist interpretation of karate I have ever seen. It's international karate with uh, Ken and Ryu tryhards just... just just fucking shit up if so, i can be quite honest this this shit stinks like shit so this is what happens when you say you can't play fortnite you're going training you're actually punching dudes in red like karate geese outside the statue of liberty he's sort of patting him on the shoulder 
while the other guy, like, what even is that? Like, I can see what they're trying to say there. He's trying to do a, 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 a reverse block, but it's all wrong. It just looks like the Statue of Liberty has been asset flipped, like just completely horizontally flipped. And instead of side-eyeing, the dude's doing karate is looking the other way. Anyway, that's bad game art over on Instagram. So be sure to go in there and have a good old chuckle. That's so it's stupid. Quite, quite, <laughs> quite a fun time. There's uh, some real disturbing stuff coming up. Like, oh, you yeah. just see that. Uh, if the FBI ever gets to my phone and has a look through it, I'm in trouble. I have, if possible, if not, post show is fine. There mm. is a trailer that I need you to see specifically. We will do that in post-show. Okay. If you'd like to join us over in the post-show, head on over to hackthedino.com and be sure to sign up at the post-show level. I will post it in the Discord later for those who don't get to see the post-show. Oh, Because oh, it's geez. brilliant. But it's there's so also other stuff you can check out over on hackthedino.com, such as go and uh, rate our uh, podcast over on Spotify now. You know you can do that? Head on over to Spotify, give us five stars. Head on over to Apple iTunes, give us five stars. Give us less stars if you want, but uh, we'll come around and mess you up. Uh, you can head on over to youtube.com backslash hack the dino as well and find us on YouTube where I put up daily shorts, also over on our TikTok and uh, other social medias, Instagram, all of those things. Check us out, hackthedino.com. Uh, dino only fans. No. No, okay. Uh, th this is this is generally where the show stops here, right here, <laughs> right. <laughs>